0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, March 31st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Gowley. Here's today's headlines. USDA report gauges war impact. Shipping bill hotlined again. Bird flu's Easter egg squeeze. USDA report to show how farmers are responding to the war. USDA today will release its annual survey of farmer planting intentions which will be the department's first good reading on how much farmers will shift their crop mix as a result of the Ukraine war and soaring costs of fertilizer and other inputs. Rich Nelson, chief strategist for Allendale, says the prospective plannings report is not likely to show any dramatic shifts in acreage between corn and soy and wheat because demand is strong for all three crops. Allendale's estimating farmers will plant a million few acres of corn this year and two million more acres of soy. Soaring prices for vegetable oils and fertilizer would ordinarily pull a significant number of acres into soybeans, but prices for wheat and corn also strong in the eyes of Nelson. By the way, pork industry analyst Joseph Kern says U.S. hog producers have received a net positive from the war in Ukraine due to the increased hog price that are more than covering higher input costs. Even if those costs double this year, he said, producers will make more than $185 an animal, he said on a pork checkoff webinar. Shipping bill modified as senators seek quick passage. Senate leaders are continuing to work toward an expedited role of the Ocean Shipping Reform Act. Senate GOP Whip John Thune, a co-sponsor of the bill, Leadership has hotlined that legislation for a second time to gauge support for the measure after some modifications were made. South Dakota Republican didn't specify what changed. Senate Agriculture Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow told AgriPulse the bill could potentially pass the Senate by unanimous consent. The measure, which the House would still have to approve before it goes to President Joe Biden, is intended to force ocean carriers to accept more U.S. exports and reduce shipping rates. Bird flu limiting Easter egg supplies. At least 11 million laying hens have been lost so far to Avon flu. That's further squeezing egg supplies headed into Easter, according to an analysis by CoBank, which serves farmer cooperatives and other agribusiness as well as rural public utilities. The latest USDA weekly report on shell ag demand shows there are about five days of inventory, which normally suggests a tight but not alarming uh, tight supply. However, it does not appear that supplies will be able to accommodate the reduction in layers as a result of the HPAI outbreaks, especially at the regional level, the report says. The industry was disrupted significantly by the pandemic and the national flock has been shrinking during the transition to cage-free housing. The report said it's hard to total the expected losses from the highly pathogenic avian influenza because USDA is reporting new cases almost daily. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ty, looking for a strategy on Canadian dairy quotas. There's been no improvement in U.S. dairy access to the Canadian market, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai told House Ways and Means Committee yesterday. She stressed that she wants to work with Congress and the U.S. dairy industry on a strategy for where we go next in confronting Canada. Canada earlier this month released its proposal on how it would change its tariff rate quotas for U.S. dairy. That followed a USMCA panel ruling in favor of the U.S. after it charged the Canadian government with manipulating the quotas. U.S. industry widely panned the Canadian proposal. The Biden administration did not respond publicly. There is a clear understanding on our side that dairy market access would be improved under the USMCA, Ty said. We have not seen that. And so, from the USTR perspective, we will not give up will continue to work with our stakeholders. FDA wants more comments before it decides whether to pull swine drug. Food and Drug Administration is seeking more comments on the safety of Carbidox, as sold as Mechadox, as it works to determine whether the swine drug should continue to be allowed on the market. FDA's Center for Veterinary Medicine held a public hearing earlier this month and originally sought comments by April 11, but is now extending that deadline until June 10th. Both Philbro, the maker of the drug, and the National Pork Producers Council have objected to FDA's 2020 proposal that said the current testing method for the drug does not provide adequate information about carcinogenic residues. In a news release in January, Philbro said Mechadox has been approved and sold in the U.S. for 50 years and is widely used treatment for controlling bacterial disease in swine, including salmonella and swine dysentery, resulting in improved health and welfare for newly born and young pigs. The drug, which has been banned in Canada, Australia and the European Union, also helps with weight gain, according to the company. EPA seeks members for its Farm Advisory Committee. EPA is looking for members for its Farm, Ranch, and Rural Communities Federal Advisory Committee, which advises the agency on environmental issues associated with agriculture. The committee recently received a new charge from EPA Administrator Michael Regan, quote, to focus on advancing climate change mitigation and adaptation strategies for U.S. agriculture. The agency said in asking for nominations by May 16, members may. Re- represent farmers ranchers and rural communities allied industry including farm groups rural suppliers marketers and processors academia and researchers state local and tribal government and non-governmental organizations here's today's she said it i've been talking to some really really smart people one of them tom vilsack U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai when pressured by a lawmaker on the need for experts, really smart people, to be consulted on the impact of the Ukraine war on food supplies. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, March 31st, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.